I forgot one announcement that we did have. Um, who's excited for spring break in like two short weeks? So excited. Yes. Okay. So um, on Wednesday night, high school usually meets, but this Wednesday night during spring break, which I believe is the 12th, we're going to have a block party here. Um, so out in this parking lot, right behind these windows, there's going to be food trucks. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a pizza truck, a grilled cheese truck, um, an ice cream truck that actually like scoops ice cream into a cone for you, not one that like plays creepy music that says like watch for children or something. Those are weird. Um, but so yeah, make sure you're all here for that. Uh, you can bring your families. I'm going to bring my family. Um, bring your dogs, I guess. I don't know. Just bring everything. It'll be so much fun. Um, so I expect to see you all there. Um, but today we are continuing on in our sex series, and I'm Lauren Ropkin. If you don't know my name, I think I know most of y'all in here, but if I don't know your name, come tell me afterwards. Um, and so this is our third week in the Naked and Afraid series, um, and today's going to look a little bit different than it has the past two weeks. Um, we're not going to spend as much time talking about sex. I don't know if that's a little relieving for some of y'all or a little disappointing for some of y'all. Um, but we are actually going to talk about being single today. Yes, the S word. Being single. Um, and I have to be honest, when I found out that I was giving this message, I was a little bit nervous because, one, um, I'm not single. And, two, I really feel like society has put this negative connotation on being single, right? Like I just referred to it as the S word because some of us are like, oh, I'm single or, ugh, single people, you know, just stuff like that. Um, so first, I want to say that if you're in a relationship right now, that's fabulous. Um, I'm not here to tell you to get out of it. Some of the stuff that I may say might sound like, oh, my gosh, she's telling me to dump my person right now, which is not what I'm saying. Um, I just want you to think and be open-minded. Um, but first we really start talking about being single, I want to talk about some of the jokes that society has kind of turned being single into. So I have some pictures that are going to come up. Um, have you guys seen this picture? The little girl's face, she's like, mm, I'm by myself. Uh, another picture we have, single and ready to mingle. Have you guys heard this quote? Have you guys said this quote? Good. Um, the next slide is just another one. The girl is just so sad watching her friend and this boy be all lovey. Um... My relationship status is sweatpants, Oreos, and Netflix. Amen to that. Yeah? Amen. Mm. Um, and then I can't keep calm. I have no date to prom. Now, I know you guys probably aren't going to prom yet, but there's dances at school, right? Do you ever feel weird not having a date? Are you supposed to have a date to middle school dances? No? It's a cool thing to go single. Okay. Well, so I'm pretty sure that's the last slide, right? Yes. Okay. So... We've turned singleness into being this, like, awkward third wheel, right? Or the loser if you're at the dance by yourself. Um, and now things that I say in this message might not pertain to you right now. Um, but this message is kind of to prepare your hearts and to prepare your minds for when you are starting to think about dating, if you aren't thinking about it yet, or if you are thinking about it, to help you out a little bit, okay? Um, but like I said, society has just made being single so lame. Have you guys ever searched the hashtag forever alone? Or have you ever hashtagged forever alone? Because that is pretty depressing if you look at it. Or um, the cliche idea of the crazy cat lady, right? Like you're never going to get married and you're just going to have 50 cats that you have to feed all the time because that's what single people do, I guess. I don't know. Um, but we've accepted this idea that, please, what are you doing? 
We've accepted this idea that being single is uh, so lame and that if we're single, there's something wrong with us. And that is not okay to think. Um, And when I was writing this message and really thinking about things, I realized there's like three types of singleness, okay? Work with me here. There's the settler, like you don't want to be single, so you settle for people, right? You maybe change your values, be like, oh, well, I really shouldn't date them, but I really want a relationship, so I'm going to date them, right? Because you just think, I can't get anybody better. Or there is um, someone who loves being single, like the single and ready to mingle kind of guy, you know, that just wants to be with everybody. That's just like, hey, I'm single. I can do the talking phase with like 20 different people at once and text like 5,000 people in my phone. Not, not good. Um, or there's the single where you're in a relationship, but you act single, you know, to keep your options open in case something better comes along, right? See, these three singles are not good types of singles. And that's all we see in our school. I know you guys see the players at your school. I know you see the people that are in relationships that probably shouldn't be in that relationship. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're in a relationship you really shouldn't be in. And I'm here today to tell you about a new type of single to think of, okay? Um, And maybe there's part of you that's like, Lauren, shut up. I'm single and I'm happy, which is great. That is at the end of my message, but since you're already here, you're just going to have to stick through it, okay? Um, But I get it. Like, I get it. Being single can be hard, but being in a relationship can also be hard. And I can say this because I'm with you guys, right? I'm not married. I'm not engaged. I'm still going through all the things that you guys are going through and that you probably will go through soon. And when I was in high school and middle school, I used to be the settler. I would date people because... Like, that's what my friends were doing. They all had boyfriends, so I was like, I had to have a boyfriend, so I would have something to talk about, you know? I would just settle for these people because they were right there, and they were dateable, so I dated them. And we've really taken our value, our self-worth, and we've put it in other people's hands when we do this settling thing, when we're not okay with being single. We allow others to tell us how much we are worth, and that is not what singleness is. Singleness in society has become this emptiness, right? Like, if you're the girl sitting here crying without a boyfriend, you're empty. You don't have something, right? And apparently, being in a a relationship means you have something. And that's wrong. You can have things, and you can have happiness, and you can have joy being single and without sex and without intimacy because you can find that relationship elsewhere. Being single doesn't mean you are damaged. It doesn't mean that you are heartbroken or that you are sad. So if you think that you're sad because you're single, there's probably other reasons why you're sad, right? There is so much more to a relationship than just filling this hole in our heart. Last week, I don't know if you guys remember, but at the end of Johnny's message, he mentioned how we were going to talk about how singleness is a gift. And it sounds kind of silly, right? I just heard some chuckles. Um, But it's not. Um, In 1 Corinthians 7, 6 through 7, Paul says, I say this as a concession not as a command, but I wish everyone were single just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. Okay, so we're going to break that down a little bit. Um, The situations that we experience, the good and the bad, the gifts that we have, they all come from God. They're all lessons to learn. They're all lessons to experience joy. It all comes from God. He gives us opportunities to fall in love. He gives us opportunities to get our heart broken. Um, and in this verse, Paul is saying that he wishes everyone was single, but he's not commanding it. 
He knows that we crave this intimacy with people. He knows that we crave this connection. So he's not saying be single for the rest of your life. But he is saying that everybody has the gift of singleness at one point or another. So whether it's right now in your life that you're supposed to be single, whether it's later, you have this gift of singleness that Paul wants you to experience at one point or another. Um, And this is not a time to be bitter and to hate the world and to watch Netflix and eat Oreos all night. But it's a time to further your relationship with God. It's a time for emotional and spiritual growth. I will tell you that when I started writing this message, I went to a lot of blogs about being single, and I read what they had to say. And it helped me so much in my life right now, just reading what other people have to say about being single and how it's okay. And if you're in a relationship right now, I still recommend you do it because it's going to help your relationship grow and tell you whether you need to be in that relationship or whether you need this time, this gift of singleness. Um, A couple Thursdays ago in the landing, Amanda talked about hope. Um, She talked about how we hope for so many things, right? We hope for good grades. We hope that our parents will stop fighting. We hope that that super cute boy or super cute girl will text us, right? We hope and we hope and we hope and we hope all day long. And pretty soon we run out of hope, right? Because we get let down so many times. Some of our hopes aren't fulfilled, so we just lose the meaning of hope. Um, And hope is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And when that thing doesn't happen, why would you keep hoping, right? Why would you have hope for something if it never, ever happens? We lose hope and, uh, because we don't have a boyfriend, right? We lose hope because we don't have a girlfriend. We spend so much time hoping for that future spouse that we lose the moments that we're in right now. I imagine that God kind of wants us to live our life with those blinders that horses wear. You know, like in a horse race, they have these little things that cover the sides, their peripheral vision, so they can only focus straight ahead, right? Now, this doesn't restrain their neck. If they wanted to, they could still look left to right. They could still get distracted. But it's there as more of a guideline to keep them focused on what they're actually supposed to focus on. I feel like that's how God wants us to live our lives. He wants us to be able to turn left and right if we want to. He gave us the freedom to get off the path and to get stuck for a while if that's what we feel we should do. But he wants us to have these blinders on, to stay focused, to focus on what he wants us to accomplish. Um, And as I said, we spend so much time hoping for the stuff that we get distracted by the left and right. In 1 Corinthians 7, 32-35, Paul continues on with, I want you to be free from concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. His interests are divided. In the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and spirit. But a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibilities and how to please her husband. I'm saying this for your benefit, not to place restriction on you. I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best with as few distractions as possible. Being single is not a bad thing, you guys. And right now in your life, I can probably confidently say that you're really stressed, right? school, parents, sports, right? There's a lot going on. I get it. I feel it too. And 
you're still growing into this person that you're supposed to be. And some of you may think, man, I know who I am. I'm the cool kid that owns that lunch table, right? Or I'm the captain of the football team. Or I'm the best at math and I'm the mathlete, you know? We have all these labels that we place on ourselves when we're still growing. We're still moving forward on this path. But we get so distracted by what's left and what's right that we can't focus on what God wants us to become. Now, in this message, I am not encouraging relationships. And I'm not encouraging being alone. But I am encouraging alone time. I'm encouraging you to set time every day to focus on yourself, whether you're praying, whether you're writing in a journal, whether you're just talking to God, whatever you're doing. I'm encouraging time for you to have spiritual and emotional growth, whatever that means for you. In 1 Corinthians, Paul said that he wants you to have that. He knows that marriage is coming, and he knows that pretty soon, pretty much everyone in this room is going to be married. But he wants us to be able to grow into who we are supposed to be before we get married. Um, and maybe when you leave here today, you're like questioning things, well, should I be single? Should I not be single? I don't know. And I'm still questioning that every single day. But there are three things that I've really learned that you should think about before you make this decision to be in a relationship or not. Um, number one is the most important person you could get to know is yourself. You see, we think about who we're going to be with all the time. We think about this super cute girl in our science class that we really want to talk to. We think about this cute boy that we really want to ask us to this dance. But we're not creating who we're supposed to be. We spend so much time focusing on these people that we can lose ourselves in the process. We can alter what we think of ourselves, and we can become that settler. And that's not what God wants. God wants us to spend alone time getting to know him and getting to know ourselves through him every single day. Um, Number two is you will always attract the kind of person you think you deserve. And I really want this one to sink in with you guys. Um, I want you to kind of think about you have a price tag on your shirt, right? And you have to fill out what price you think you cost. And whatever price you put on your shirt is what someone will pay to be in your life. So if you price yourself low, they're only going to pay so much for you. If you price yourself high and you say, I am God's creation and I deserve to be valued, then people are going to fight to be with you and they're going to want to be with you. Because when we disvalue ourselves, we're disvaluing what Christ put love and time and effort into. And number three, um, your story has far more to do with who you are than who you are with. Again, in the landing, Amanda talked about how we have a puzzle piece, right? And the puzzle piece represents the point in life you're in right now. Your seventh grade year, your eighth grade year, whatever it is. It represents this chunk. And when you finish that year of school, you can put that puzzle piece into the puzzle. And then God's going to give you another one for your next year. And then another one for your next year. And a relationship, a marriage, whatever you want, is just a puzzle piece. So when you guys get into a relationship, or when you get married, your puzzle isn't fully created. It's just another puzzle piece that you can add to your puzzle. But before you can add that piece to your puzzle, you need to know who you are. And before you put time and effort into someone else, you need to know where your values stand and what you want in someone. If we think that our puzzle is just finished after marriage and life ends there, that kind of stinks, right? 
When you get into a marriage, you start to grow with someone else. You start to experience new things in life that you never thought you would experience. But if you don't know who you are before you get into this relationship, you will just grow into who this person wants you to be and what this person thinks you should be and what this person thinks you should do. And you will lose yourself entirely. So today I want you to think about relationships and about being single and how it's okay and it's good and it's beneficial to have time just to yourself. I'm telling you right now that it's okay to be a little selfish. It's okay to say, you know what? I got to focus on me and I got to do my thing because that will help you grow into the man and woman that you are supposed to be so that one day when you find the person on your path that God wants you to spend your life with, you will be able to give them so Give yourself to them fully because God has mentally and spiritually prepared you for this moment. Will you guys pray with me? Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for bringing us here and allowing us to be goofy and silly and play Olympic games and be loud and crazy, but to also learn about you and to learn about who we are supposed to be and where we are supposed to go in life. God, guide us if we are on the right track and help us get back on the track if we have fallen off. Um, Just take us from this place safely and help us to stay strong and get through these next two weeks of school. In your name we pray, amen.